What's the most confusing dress code you ever had to figure out? I, I went to a beach wedding. They wanted everyone to wear Hawaiian shirts. So I had to go everywhere trying to find a Hawaiian shirt in October. Maybe weddings we have, haven't we? Graduation. Graduations, yeah. She does all the coordinating, so. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, we won this contest to meet Hillary Clinton, and they flew us out to L.A. to meet her. So that was hard because we didn't know, like, we had to dress to the nine. They told us it was yeah. circus themed. Like, yeah. uh, that's weird. So we, we didn't want to, like, come dressed like a ringman because that'd yeah. be weird. Hi, Brittany. Well, hello there. Um, so we're talking on Skype. You are spending your summer in Florida where your family is on a sort of, I'm going to go with like a, a rum springer situation, <laughs> how we should call it. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Eternal spring break. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rum Spring Spring Break. I love it. Um, and we miss you, but we thought that a great way of making sure that Style Girlfriend audience does not forget about you uh, is sort of handing over the keys to the Style Girlfriend Undress podcast for the summer. I, I have to tell you, I um, am really excited because you know that we have not always been great about being super consistent with getting the pod out, but it is something that we love to do. And especially now that we have uh, the text message service. We really know, like, direct from from followers what the questions are that are sort of on everyone's mind, right? So we're getting questions literally day in, day out on, I have a wedding coming up. What do I wear? Here's the dress code. How do I interpret that? So I thought for your very first episode, I would love for you to sort of tackle the the decoding summer wedding dress code. Oh, that's perfect. Go forth and... And pod. <laughs> I will. I'll catch you on Slack, Skype, texting service. Maybe I'll text in. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep us on our toes. I like it. <laughs> All right. All right. Godspeed, Brittany. Thanks. Hey, guys. Brittany here. Welcome to another episode of Undressed. Today, we're going to be diving into all things summer wedding style. Now... I'm not saying I do have a secret wedding Pinterest board, but if I was to have a secret wedding Pinterest board, which I definitely do not, it might include a lot of photos of really good looking men wearing all things from linen suits on the beach to midnight blue tuxedos to olive green chino suits. There's a lot of different dress codes for a lot of different wedding styles. and. From what I know from Style Girlfriend Styling Service to just my own guy friends asking me, reading these different dress codes on the invitations can be all sorts of confusing. So I thought we'd turn to the experts at Todd Snyder for a little advice. Now we've had Todd on the pod before and you have to go give that a listen because it was awesome. So we wanted to get the inside scoop from the lead stylist of their private client service, Katie Woolley. All right, so Katie, hello. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so glad that you're on with us today um, as a lead stylist at Todd Snyder. I'm sure you get a lot of guys coming in, maybe wedding invitation in hand. Absolutely, yeah. We have um, lots of guests and lots of grooms as well. And either way, it's always one of my favorite things to help out with because you know you're a tiny little part of a very special time in someone's life or you know just a fun thing that they get to share with their friends and family totally are they usually coming in sweating or are they pretty excited <laughs> it, it really depends on the guy um you know it can be it can be stressful because you know i think they 
get very nervous that they're going to be breaking some sort of rules. So it's, it's always, you know, helpful to have a second opinion. Totally. Well, I'm glad that we have you here to pick your brain. So I'm going to, I'm going to lob an, an easy one at you first. Okay. So if a guy is buying a new suit or his first suit for a busy wedding season, what's the most versatile style he should go with? Well, particularly if it is his first suit, I really believe in building a guy's wardrobe from the ground up. So getting a solid tropical wool, which means like four season lightweight wool suit in like a solid charcoal or a solid dark navy is definitely the way to go because you can dress it up or down. It's always going to be appropriate for um, you know, the majority of weddings that they're going to go to, unless it's black tie, which we'll talk about, or something more casual, um, then they can wear it to interviews or, you know, unfortunately, if they have to go to a funeral, you know, any kind of time where they have to wear a suit, it's great to have a charcoal or a dark navy in their closet. Where should they <laughs> go with questions to ask about the dress code? And when is the best time to ask these questions? Well, this is this is an interesting one because, you know, I would prefer if you never bother the groom or grooms or bride and groom, um, you know, with any kind of thing, because they're stressed out enough. Typically, you know, it's, it's meant to be fun, but even if it is super fun, the planning process, it's just, you know, it's a lot of things in the air for them to think about and they shouldn't have to be thinking about you as a guest. However, I will say that, you know, there's always that kind of couple who's like, who is very particular and would love to give you advice. So it's really about knowing them. Um, you're going to their wedding in, you know, that would then sort of mean that you know them very well. And if they would love to give you the advice and say like, oh yeah, let's chat about it. Then once you get the invitation, look at the time, look at the location. Those are very important things. Um, you know, typically these days it will say the attire on the invitation, but if it doesn't, then the time and the place are, you know, what give you the clues as to the level of formality, but definitely start thinking about it the second you get the invitation so that you have, you know, you're not stressed out. You have time to think about it, asking the couple, or like I said, if, if you don't want to bother them, then just asking around to friends that, you know, are going as long as you, you know, collectively, whoever you're attending with look like you all go together, then that's a good thing as well. And maybe we all agree, like, do not text them day of. I know when my brother was getting married this past year, I think easily like five of his friends texted him being like, so do I wear like dress shoes with my tux or what do I wear? Like cowboy boots. And you're like, He's getting married in like two hours. Definitely not. Once you are like in the car or on the plane to go there, stop talking to them. Except <laughs> about fun, happy things. Ex- exactly. Oh my gosh. So what is your take on tuxes? Cost per wear is what I would say. If you have the means to buy a tux, especially if you're like, you know, late 20s or into your 30s and later, absolutely buy a tux. There's, you know, never going to be anything that you rent that's going to be fit as perfectly as if you buy and get it altered. Um, and you know, black tie isn't very changeable, you know, it's been the same for years and years now. So with, you know, minor things like 
overall kind of fit as those change like throughout decades. As long as it's tailored to you and looks sharp, you'll have it um, for years and years and the cost per wear goes down and you'll wind up, it'll wind up paying for itself rather than, right. you know, the expensive renting and the emotional capital that it takes <laughs> to rent because it can be a little stressful. Um, you know, is it going to fit? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, it's not fiscally possible for some people and that's okay. In that case, I always send people over to our friends at the black tucks. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a really cool company. Actually, um, one of the head guys named Bryce used to work with us at Todd Snyder. He um, oh, was so Todd. Fun. Yeah, he was Todd's designer in the very beginning. So he has super, super great taste and um, has launched a really cool company where you know they they make sure that it doesn't look like some sort of cheesy rental. And I also think it's so easy, or not so easy, but easier for guys to get a tuxedo that isn't $5,000 now. I think that's kind of the common misconception is they're dropping three months of rent, and it's just not the case anymore. I mean, you can get a really great suit for $600 now and then have it tailored. Exactly. Like between five and eight hundred dollars there's so much in the market mm-hmm. I mean I would say you see more at that price point than like you know super super expensive luxury um so yeah that's what I was saying about cost per wear you know what I mean if you've worn it four times in you know a year or two already it's for itself yeah. yeah so now I want you to help us break down these dress codes um what is the perfect outfit to wear to a wedding that's drum roll Black tie formal. Tuxedo, tuxedo, tuxedo. Black tie formal absolutely requires a tuxedo. It can be black or midnight navy. Um, It can have a shawl collar or a peak lapel, but it it absolutely has to be the height of of formality in that Mm. regard. Um, You can these days wear a bow tie or a straight tie. I still love them traditional bow tie. You and me um, both. <laughs> um, that means like a formal tuxedo shirt. So either a covered placket, so you don't see the buttons at all, or a stud front shirt, which means you, you know, put the little buttons in. Um, in terms of shoes, this is always a big thing that guys want to chat about. Um, again, like knowing your couple is important. If they say black tie, but they're like super funky and they would be okay with you as a guest, not if you are in the wedding party, unless they've specifically said, but like as a guest, if you know they're funky and they would be cool with you wearing like black van sneakers with your tuxedo, then that's great. But generally speaking, black tie formal in terms of like most traditional is a black patent shoe or a dress slipper. We have one, it's my most favorite. It's by Crockett and Jones, which is a really beautiful, like old English company. And it's just like the perfect shape, the perfect patent leather. And it's just super dreamy on everyone. Uh, Done and done. All right, moving on. Black tie (laughs) optional. Black tie optional. Um, There's a Oscar Wilde quote at the bottom of our Todd Snyder shopping bags that says you can never be overdressed or overeducated. And Todd and I both truly believe that. So black tie optional. If you have a tuxedo, always, always the tuxedo is the way to go. Um, 
Lactate optional is a funny thing because I think often couples will go that route trying to be kind to the guests Mm -hmm. so that they don't feel as though they need to rent or buy a tuxedo. But it actually gets a little more confusing um, because then people are like, well, do I wear a suit? And it's a little becomes a little bit of a hodgepodge. So I actually, you know, if I have couples getting married, I sort of steer them away from that option, either choosing black tie or choosing some semi-formal and kind of picking a lane there. But, um, you know, if you, if a tuxedo isn't an option for you, then a super dark suit, um, you know, again, solid is always a little more formal than a pattern, but if you wanted to do a pattern, maybe like a, you know, tiny, tiny, like subtle Glen plaid is always really handsome. Um, but definitely wearing a tie. I always love, again, like a solid knit tie or, you know, just something Mm -hmm. kind of like sleek and sharp. And if that's the um, dress code, then likely it's later into the evening. So just being, you know, as, as formal as you can without wearing black tie. And how about when we get into the semi-formal slash cocktail realm? Semi-formal slash cocktail is Basically, you know, just a suit. It's really easy. easy. Yeah, super easy. Suit, beautiful, like crisp dress shirt, a tie, uh, a dress shoe. I mean, men don't dress up traditionally so much for work anymore. But like, if you think about if you wore a suit to work and, you know, what your tie would be for work and what your shoe would be and what your belt would be and what your watch would be um, back in the day, you know, for that, then that's the same thing for semi-formal. Ah, easy enough. And I assume that's kind of the same when we get into daytime semi-formal, maybe thrown in a, a khaki suit. Definitely. Um, if it's in the summer, a khaki suit or like a super light gray is always really pretty for daytime semi-formal or even in, you know, the height of summer doing like a linen or a linen blend. Um, yeah. As long as it's like still an elevated, like crisp, clean kind of cloth that you would then be able to wear like a linen blend tie or, you know, it's possible. Please always keep your jackets on guys. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And how about a beach wedding? I think this one can be a little tricky because it's so hot. It is really hot. Um, Beach weddings are so fun though. You know, I always love when people do like neutral colors for a beach wedding. Um, this is an instance where sometimes couples themselves want to break the rules and they have like an all white wedding. So you can wear like a white linen shirt and like white linen dress pants. Um, if that's appropriate, the the tricky thing with a beach wedding is that you still want to find out, this is where you kind of need to get guidance from the couple. I think you want to find out if it's a casual beach wedding mm-hmm. or like still a slightly dressy beach wedding. If it's a slightly dressy beach wedding, then yes, unfortunately, you know, guys have to kind of sweat it out in their jackets for a little while. Um, but, you know, wearing light colors and natural fabrics and fibers always helps that. So wool, cotton, linen, anything like that is going to wick the sweat off of them. Yeah, but like whites, khakis, blues, all of those, you know, kind of natural colors that you're going to see surrounding you where, you know, or like sagey greens, anything like that is always really nice to like pull out the colors of nature and kind of put them on your body. Totally agree. 
And this one, this next one actually stumps me a little bit as I have, <laughs> I've yet to encounter it, but I have heard about friends going to weddings where they say that the attire is casual. Yeah. Again, I think this is one of the things where couples are trying to be kind to the guests, but it just leaves a big question mark in a lot of men's minds and even women's minds. Um, I, you know, I think again, you can never be too overdressed. So even if they say casual, like, please don't wear ripped jeans, please. If you're going to wear sneakers, don't wear ones that look like you, you know, drug them through the mud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, wearing like a dress chino is really pretty. If you're going to wear sneakers, then like have them be new vans or something like that. Um, but you know, again, casual to me is always like, can't you just put on a beautiful sport coat and, you know, wear a sports shirt or a dress shirt with no tie Mm -hmm. and, you know, a really nice, like clean, slim pant. You always are going to look great. Um, I recently had a couple who was getting married at city hall and they were, they were telling the guests that it was casual, but I helped the groom with a suit. And so his buddy was here with him picking up the suit and he was like, man, you said it was casual. You're wearing a suit. I was going to wear like, you know, cargo shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I think again, it's always better to veer towards the like slightly dressy side of casual, like no sweatpants, no (laughs) joggers, no cargos, no denim. I would like to meet the person who's like, yeah, I should wear sweatpants to this wedding. Like, that is the best (laughs) option. (laughs) They must have a lot of good opinions on things. (laughs) Um, I I think no shorts. There's a lot of no's. But, Mm -hmm. you know, again, I think it's knowing the couple. Maybe they said it was casual because they wanted it to be like a slightly funkier thing. Um, like for example, short sleeve dress shirts are really in right now mm-hmm. and I'm so in love with them. Me too. So doing like a fun, funky print with your dress shirt is maybe with like the way that they're thinking of as casual. And then again, with like a dress chino and a dress shoe or like a dressier sneaker, those are ways that you can be like casual and fun and funky, but still appropriate. And I think that kind of perfectly parlays into this last all-encompassing one that I think we can attribute to the Pinterest revolution. (laughs) But you get these really, fairly fun, I don't know, sometimes carved in wood invitations where they're like, dress code, rustic barnyard chic, woodland elegance, (laughs) outhouse festive. And you're just like, okay. (laughs) It really is a thing these days. I think you're right. I think it's Pinterest. I think it's you know, I live in Greenpoint. I think it's sort of the movement of everyone in this area mm. to Brooklyn, um, sort of, you know, cool hipster vibe, but you do get a lot of that, the, you know, look these days and it's so fun and beautiful. And I think this is where couples really do want you to have fun and look a little bit retro or, you know, just really enjoy yourself. So like, I love a vest for a guy in this regard or, um, a sports shirt with like suspenders. Or I was just going braces. to say, how are we feeling about suspenders? Cause I see it, it in almost every photo for these kinds of weddings and I do like it. Yeah. So like, again, you know, mixing sort of like either or the vest or the suspender can be a fun thing. Um, 
a little bit of like a bolder pattern on your shirt in this case, like a larger gingham or a tattersall check can be really fun. Um, again, sticking with those, if it's fall kind of like autumnal colors, or if it's like, um, spring, summer, you know, you're probably going to see some ladies there with some flower crowns. So doing, um, like softer or like almost British kind of colors is really nice or, you know, whites and blushes, things like that. It's, it's a really fun one, actually. It can be a little bit of a curious thing, but if you just go on Pinterest or, you know, ask <laughs> any of the ladies in your life, they'll tell you they have it perfectly. They will in their I also exactly. love the idea of like even in spring and summer doing the dress boot or like yes. a leather chukka. I just think it looks yes. so effortless somehow. Like, oh, I was just chopping down wood and then forgot I had this wedding to go to. Like, <laughs> exactly. Which I think yeah. is like the perfect, you know, it's rustic. It's woodland yeah. elegance. <laughs> exactly. I love like an Alden dress boot or um, a Crockett and Jones dress boot that you can wear year round is such a good investment for a guy. Um, or if you are going to do a dress shoe, you know, having your pants hemmed a little higher in this regard and showing some ankle doing like a no show sock is always fun for this, this type of dress code and look. Ah, perfect. We crushed that list. I think, I think you did most of the work, but I like to think I tag teamed (laughs) it. Yeah, no, you totally did. All right, Katie. I have one more hot take to get for you. Okay. Let's hear about what you think about people matching their date. What's the best way to go about this? I think the matchy-matchy is so 90s. Um, you know, it's it's okay to kind of have it, – it, you should have what they're wearing in mind. You should look as though you go together, and you certainly don't want to clash. But, you know, if you're going with a lady and she's wearing a lavender dress, there is no reason that you have to go out and seek the exact same color for your tie or your pocket square. It's, you know, it's, it's just really not important. However, you know, think about it, talk about it. Um, as long as you look like you're going to the same party, then we're in good shape. Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Katie. This was really helpful. And I hope you don't have 12 more weddings to go to this summer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do. It's always fun, actually. (laughs) And it's fun to help guys. So, you know, send anyone from the podcast my way. I'm always happy to help grooms or groomsmen or guests. Yes, you heard it here first. Katie has everything you need for your wedding. And that's a wrap, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And please do go rate and review us in iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere. Maybe just tweet at us. It really does help us get found and we want to be found. We want to we want to skyrocket this podcast and if you could do us a solid, that would be super. Thank you again to Katie Woolley. If you're ever in New York City, be sure to go check out Private Client by Todd Snyder. I know she'll be there and ready to help you out. This podcast was produced by Bettina Campo. I'm never going to remember how to pronounce her last name. Campomanis and has editorial oversight by Megan Collins. Thanks, guys.